Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I Luke Owen, and I'm joined by El Fakador Laurie Blake. What's up? Hey, man. Hey, Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to you, sir. How was your Christmas? It was very good. It was, yeah? yeah, it was nice. I was home for two days at my dad's house and then back in the studio. You the were. 27th of the 28th. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, good. short. Short, indeed. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, cool, man. Did Santa bring you nice things? He brought me lots of nice things. Yes, he brought me uh, a wrestling RPG. Oh, you did? Yes, you sent us a message yes, about yes, this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. Cool. Have you had a I'm look not, at it? No. No. Yeah, readings for schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, readings for people who have time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Too many games. Too many Switch. <laughs> you played a lot of uh, Pokemon? Uh, well, I completed the Pokedex on Pokemon over Christmas, which I had yet to do. Uh, I was the ones that are not in the Let's Go Pikachu edition away, so mm-hmm. I traded with my brother to get the remaining ones, although he didn't have an Ekans, so I had to then go outside Ugh. using Pokemon Go and find an Ekans, which Ugh. happened to live quite near my house. So oh, I was quite pleased. That's, yeah. that's quite, that's handy, actually quite really. good. I've been looking for ages. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was good. Good, man. Well, it's good to have you back in the office once Thanks, again. Um, so we, uh, this is going to be the NXT review edition of this show, but it wasn't really, the first half of this will be much longer than the second half. Like, you're going to find your ad break then only a very small bit of chat towards the end before we get into the outro portion. Um, it, but if you are only listening to this on the podcast, I would recommend going across to the YouTube version because we do have a special surprise on that video which was a gift from our hammerman christopher jenkins uh who was sent across you may remember this uh pod swafters that he was emailing in with several pictures about the hammers that he was making for us well they have arrived dun, dun, dun. and we are opening them we haven't actually opened them yet we're recording this before we've done the uh the unboxing of them that's because we ollie's going to be doing the unboxing with us but he 
is on the phone doing business, business, business. Because mm. you will He's love just saying business, business. business. <laughs> he, pretty much, that's all business, he is doing. Business, business, business. Is it working? Yes. Yes. Yay! Yep, good business. Good business chat. Um, so we will be uh, doing that very, very, very soon on the YouTube. So go over there and watch it. But first, let's go through some of your correspondence. This one comes in from Dylan from Cork. Says, hi guys, how are you getting on? I just wanted to say that this month, which was in January, is the one year anniversary of when I started listening to the podcast and I can't thank Luke, Ollie, El Fakador, Andy and all the SWAT nation enough for the enjoyment I've experienced listening to the podcast. You've made the dark days seem brighter and really made me feel part of something special. 2018 was an in- a year of incredibly great highs and some very dark lows for me personally, but one of the ultimate highs was discovering this podcast. Thanks again, lads. I look forward to the content coming in 2019 and I hope that one day our paths cross in person. Much love, Dylan from Cork. Well, thank you very much for your Dylan. message, Dylan. Um, I don't know if you attend OTT shows but i think that's one of our 2019 aims is to go to an ott show because after watching that walter will osprey match Mm. that looks like a crowd i want to be a part of (laughs) they look like they had so much fun um uh, big thanks out to chris again who sent us some gifts yesterday that we opened up a podcast i believe he's also sending us some more gifts um that he sent on the on december 13th christmas just doesn't stop this year yeah he says it's going to take around 15 to 20 days to get there um so Maybe we'll see what arrives in that box when it does. I also got this email before Christmas from Gareth Jones. Said, uh, hi, Luke, Ollie, the WrestleTikes, and hola, El Fakador. And this hola. has been bugging me for a long time, but I'm curious as to your connection of the great city of Liverpool. I've heard you mention you're an Everton fan. Sorry to hear that. And you will always reference Justice for the 96 when anything related to the scum comes up. Scum, for anyone's not aware, is the Sun newspaper, uh, which is a scouser is great to hear on such a platform. Other than that, though, you seem to have a, you seem to have a connection to Liverpool, but I've mentioned growing up in Reading, so wondering what the connection is. Has a, have a great Christmas and keep up the consistent work. P.S. If you want to come do a show in Liverpool, I will be there. Um, <laughs> my family are from Liverpool. My parents were from there. In fact, all my uh, family are from Liverpool. Apart from me, because I was born Dan Seth. Luke's a secret scouser. Secret, secret scouser. Uh, I did have a scouse accent when I was a child, but it was bullied out of me at school. So Aww. I now have this boring accent that I have now. I've been bullied into the doldrums. <laughs> it really was. So yeah, I was very much the, the black sheep of of my Scouser family, the only one not uh, from Chelsea, <laughs> <laughs> only one not stealing hubcaps. Yeah. Um, no, I was a uh, yeah, I was the Berkshire boy, yeah. is what I was referred to by my brother types because I was born in the, the great county of Berkshire. Um, but it's funny because when we do go to wrestling shows, um, when the three of us have gone mm. and people have a pop at Zach Gibson and mm-hmm. say, like, where's my car stereo or you stole my hubcaps and stuff. I do like to point out like that is a terrible stereotype. Yeah, yes. It's a terrible stereotype. We should not be condoning any of this. Let's not join in these charts. Yeah, well, you sound a bit elitist when you do that, though, because you're doing it in your posh voice. <laughs> exactly. Your, the problem is you've got your phone voice on all the time now. So, Absolutely. Uh, we've got this email in here from Fox from Texas, Ooh. all the way in America. And this is a Russell Talk Get Better. Hello, Luke, Ollie, and Laurie. Might I suggest doing a tough mudder in preparations for Ollie's marathon he plans to do next year? But not just Ollie. How about the three of you run it? Or better yet, get a group of you on a team, including your friends and colleagues and even your lady partners. The more the merrier for tough mudder. I originally sent this back in May, but I guess you just skipped over the email. Mm, I don't think I skipped over the email. I might have missed an email, but I, don't, I tend not to skip over things. But after hearing Laurie bring it up this past week, I thought I'd send it through to you again. As of now, I've completed eight, about one 
per year. I'm assuming he reads uh, wow. Run Mother. And plan on doing more in the future. It's a 10-mile-ish run, 16 kilometers, uh, filled with ice-cold water, slippery mud, climbing walls, hanging electric wires, and so much more. For reference, I'm 34 years old, 5'9", 171 pounds, and 13.3% BMI. But I haven't been in a real gym since 2003. I've just uh, had the same manual-type job for the past nine years, and that's enough exercise for me. Just to ease your mind, I've ran with my girlfriend, my sisters, who are in their late 40s, two men in their 60s, and a handful of friends and colleagues throughout the years, all while creating our own badass shirts with cool team names and nicknames on our backs. Just saying. I'm sure you three could do it and have a blast. It's not a race. Run slash jog slash walk at your own pace. Anyways, you guys stay consistent and that awesome content keep coming. Always listening. That's from Fox in Texas. I don't want to. Yeah. I've done a, I, I did a Tough Mudder backwards once. Uh, I was filming some people. Oh, I, see. I was filming some people do a Tough Mudder. Yeah. So I just got to go up the end of all the obstacles and yeah. film them coming through. <laughs> <laughs> and that was enough for me. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I mean, my, my wife is doing a half marathon in mm. February. So she's currently training for that. So I think that she's got other things in her mind. I just don't really fancy it. I mean, no, I mean you, I'm, I'm, I'm like sure it'll be a lark. A mudlark. A mudlark. But uh, I don't massively fancy doing it. Although, I I suppose if it was like a big team that was going, Mm. then maybe that's a bit more fun and a bit more of like... like, You know, actually, maybe it'll be like a good team-building exercise for us. We could be (laughs) like those big corporations that do like your away days. I'll have drowned around the (laughs) Datsun by the end of the day. (laughs) Speaking of, did you see Secret London posted about this? Um, but typical of Secret London, it was far too late and the tickets were already mm. sold out. Um, but they're bringing the Mario Kart experience to London for two days. Whoa. Where you dress up in Mario costumes and you do like the big karting round mm. and you have like weapons to throw at people as well. But unfortunately... I assume the shells don't home. Well, yeah. yeah I'd imagine not, no. Only the, green the, shells. Or the blue ones. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, tickets are all sold out for it. But I thought that would have been a really fun mm. day out for the WrestleTalk team. I think you could just turn up and then if you hide enough stuff down your jumpsuit, <laughs> yeah. you can play Mario Kart too. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and I do want to give a shout out to Buttered Toast. I'm going to send you a, a proper email, but you sent me this back on December 19th and I've not really found the words to reply to it yet. But uh, um, basically... He uh, he offered to buy me a Switch. Whoa! I know, which is like the nicest gift anyone could ever possibly like offer. But I'm 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 gonna have to say no because it's it's too generous a gift it's for too me. Generous. It's far too generous a gift. But um, yeah, I'll I'll send you a proper email, uh, Butter Toast. But thank you so so much for your generosity uh, with that. But let's get into the show itself. We're gonna be talking about the NXT show from this week, the first episode of 2019 which is just sort of mostly filled with recaps, but there is the NXT Awards. So actually think of this as our second year in review episode. Here's the show. Happy New Year, SWAF Nation. It is the third day of 2019, and it brought upon us a long episode of NXT where recaps happened. Oh, yeah, but like more recaps than you could possibly imagine. It was, (laughs) It was a point where I was like, they're just showing the full match. Here. Yeah. Well, I when they started doing it with the uh, the NXT North American ladder match, mm. my notes were I was like, okay, highlights package from the North American yeah. ladder match. And then I was like, 
no, this really just feels yeah. like we're showing all of this. Yeah. <laughs> then they showed the o- Orkin... Orkin, I've done it again. <laughs> Lorkin and Birch match in full. Orca and Birch. Orca. <laughs> yeah, with entrances. and yeah. the, I was like, oh my God, like, this is... Why are you doing this? Yeah, it, it, so this was the, uh, the the end of year episode at the start of a new year. Um, I really feel like this one should have been aired last week, really. Mm. Um, and it was basically like a best of. Here's a recap. Actually, it really was. If you are just getting yourself into NXT... Like, if you missed all of 2018, but you heard all of this buzz, all of the end-of-year list awards that were, like, with us and Cultaholic mm. and other channels and that were like, you should watch NXT, you should watch NXT. And then a lot of fans were like, what is this NXT I hear quite oh, a little bit about on the internet? I'm going to go on to the WWE Network on the Wednesday and watch the next segment of NXT. And this episode is kind of like a very good introduction mm. to what you missed in that year. It recapped all the big feuds. It showed you lots of the matches. It told you who to look out for in the new year and then it ended off with a well we'll get to, we'll get to the match it really did hype that match <laughs> didn't it just yeah. yes this was a two-hour show that was all recaps and all video packages but in that was also the announcement of the nxt awards uh what do they call them um, the NXT year-end awards 2018 and they kind of like showed previous winners of those mm-hmm. like Sasha Banks winning it and DIY winning it and all this that and the other so we're going to go through each of the categories and say who we would pick to win if we were going to vote Shayna Baszler for all of them all of every single one now this is weird I'll be honest with you because I was expected to go onto WWE.com and mm. find myself with like a little form maybe a little button that I have to push Ooh. you know like a little radio button that oh, just says this is who I want no you've got to go onto Twitter and tweet the hashtag of the category and a hashtag of the nominee, nominee you are voting for and then it says please limit your vote to one category nominee per tweet Mm. Just have a radio button because yeah. some poor sap's got to go through there and count all of the votes manually. Yeah, but it's been, that's how you get tweets going, mate. Oh, but it's not like WWE is a channel that's low on tweet content. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like I people know. tweeting them nonsense. <laughs> like whenever they post up a video, you just get these weirdos that just tweet back to them who think it's all real. I think the key is here they'll have all these people do all this and they'll get all the Twitter traffic and then at the end of it, they'll just say. Yeah, well, that person won anyway. <laughs> no one's going. No one no is going one to go- count this. Not even someone in WWE is going to count this. They're going to take impossible. a They're going to take a gist of it. They're going to go. Oh well, probably. I, I bet you Shader Basler. Yeah, won. it's probably Gargano. Like, <laughs> it's probably it's probably Johnny. It's probably. Well, we're looking to give Alistair Black a push, so it was probably him. Yeah, we'll say, yeah, we'll, we'll say it was him. So we're going to go through each of the categories here, kicking off with the female competitor of the year. So while our video is titled Wrestler of the Year. WWE do not like that word. So therefore, we have the female competitor of the year, and the nominees are... Woman Grap of the Year. Nikki Cross, Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, and Bianca Belair. So, uh, if you want to join in, it's hashtag NXT Award Female. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to do uh, the hashtag, hashtag of who you name. also vote for. But you've got to do the full name. You can't do hashtag Bianca. That won't count. No. No. So, uh, what do you th- what do you think? Uh, Nikki, Bays, Kyrie, Embs, or Bianks? Uh, it's fairly obvious, my answer. <laughs> uh, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. I feel like the only person who would probably touch her on that might be, for me, Ember Moon. But Ember Moon's year was definitely the year before. Yes, I think. And I then agree. this year was more sort of her, definitely seeming like she was on her way out. 
but they had a few like you know she had a, her win and all that stuff so it was, it was the end of her title reign this year so. exactly yeah I think yeah. Em, yeah Ember debuted up on the main roster just after Wrestlemania mm-hmm. so really like she only had four months worth of NXT stuff and within that she did have really good stuff with Dakota Kai and uh, Shayna Baszler yes. but it was a very short run I don't think that Nikki's done a great deal in in 2019 she's been on holding 2018 pattern, rather really, yes yeah, yeah you and I when we did our NXT in review mm-hmm. which we pre-taped before oh, they announced she was going up to the main roster we spent a good five minutes talking oh, about oh, oh, curse you uh, saying why should she go up to the main roster because really she had she'd done everything she needed to do and while it was fun that she was involved with the Alistair Black Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. stuff it really almost felt like she was in that role because We've got now tells for you. Yeah, well, she's also she's also like the perfect character for that exactly. as well because she's mad, yes. so she can just insert herself wherever she wants. It's like we need to fill a match. Who would have a match with this person, Nikki Cross? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm amazed that Lacey Evans was not in this list because they bloody love Lacey Evans. They do love Lacey. They absolutely love her. But uh, yeah, so, so I, I would I would also go with uh, the woman rad. I would also go with Shayna Baszler, uh, but in a close second, Bianca Belair for me. I think she's had a very very not mm. a, not in a, a fascinating year but as someone who has just like instantly turned themselves into a star yes in NXT I think that Bianca Belair has very much done that so I think she is going to be very much in the running for 2019 mm. unless of course my prediction is true because my wild and wacky prediction for 2019 was that she will win the Wrestlemania Women's Battle Royal and that mm. will be her main roster debut uh. so up next we've got the male competitor of the year which has got more nominations than the female one so if you want to join in it's hashtag NXT award male we've got uh, Tommaso Ciampa Tommy Champs Johnny Gargano Johnny Gar- Ricochet, Ricky, uh, Alistair Black, Ali Black, Velveteen Dream, Velvet Dream, uh, Andrade Cien Almas, Andy Almas, uh, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, <laughs> Pete Dunn, Peter Dunn, Peter Dunn, Peterus Dunnus. So I really struggled to read that list out because I almost <laughs> just said the word you said previously. So, so I think for me... Johnny Gargs. Johnny, for me, this is very much like a, a three-way for uh, Champa, Gargano, and Black. But if I had to pick one of them, I suppose you could throw Adam Cole in there as yeah, well. But for good. me, I think I'd have to go with Gargano. Gargano has been... He's been Johnny Takeover. He's been my... Yeah, I think he's been the MVP of, ten, of NXT in 2018. Well, I'm going to go oppositional, and I'm going to go with Champa then. Oh, such a great case. champion. And that's the kind of the brilliant thing about the NXT. The greatest sports entertainer of all time. And that's kind of the brilliant thing about NXT in mm. 2018, really, is that, like, I picked Johnny Gargano, you picked Tommaso Champa, but I'm not sitting here going, like, well, that's a remarkably silly choice. Yeah. I'm going, like, that's actually an excellent choice. There were, I mean, there are eight people on that list that have all had yeah. outstanding years. They've Apart all done... Alice. Almas had an outstanding beginning of the year. Almas <laughs> had like, yeah. and and I mean, he's also proved on proven on SmackDown that he's capable of having amazing matches. Really, they're is. just booking him badly. Yep. That's a, like, and he started out fairly well booked, had a little hitch in the middle, and has gone downhill. But like his NXT bit in just what two months that he was there, yeah. three months, it was, was an, fantastic. It was an incredible turnaround for Almas mm. because he he came into NXT with quite a bit of fanfare as this baby face mm. with the trilby and everyone was like, what's mm. all this about and the braces and whatnot and, then, and everyone very much went off Almas as quickly as he came in really mm-hmm. and he very much, just, he fell down the card, they didn't really know what to do with him and it was the partnership with Zelina Vega and all of a sudden he felt like he could be a top guy in this company. Yes. Then he won the belt in November 2017 and it was like, oh man, mm. he is, and he, 
it was like that. It was like an overnight sensation for, for Almas. And I was really, I was so stoked for him at the start of the year. I thought he had mm. such a really strong start. But as you say, like the main roster call up, and it's just been flattened out. Oh, it really yeah. feels like they think that Zelina Vega is the wrestler of that act. Yes. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and Almas is just there to be El Idolo and do, do the pose and whatnot. So, it, and it's a real shame because he could have been a real strong contender, well, especially he, after yeah. that, that Gargano match at uh, Philadelphia. Well, it's, that same, it's that exact same thing as the. Uh, only Lorcan and Danny Birch thing is like people weren't really putting much stock in uh, old Armas and then suddenly he wins the title yeah. and that, even that match was a bit like underwhelming with Drew and obviously because Drew was hurt but like it was a bit underwhelming and then suddenly he just had this turn and it was like oh you're now this one of the most fantastic oh, wrestlers so good. on the roster yeah uh, and I've got to give a shout out to Pete Dunn as well because I bloody bloody love Pete Dunn Pete Dunn's fab Pete Dunn is fabulous so, oh, okay. So we've got an overall competitor of the year. Did they announce this one on TV? Yes, they spoke about this. Did one. they? Yeah, no, I, I don't so, remember. Yeah. Oh, it was the one that kept coming up throughout the throughout the show. Yes, I yeah. thought it was just like a an overall. We, got it? we no. are doing an overall awards thing. Um, so yes, yeah, so this is the NXT overall award. So it's basically all of the um, people that we've just gone through, but it's the women and men together. So now you've got to do who is the overall competitor mm. of the year. And do you just choose from who we've gone? Who's the best male competitor and who's the best female? No, no, this, so this literally. Oh, yeah. And do we then choose just between ah, those yes. two, or do we go wild and pick someone who wasn't either of those two, and then make a case for why <laughs> so, they weren't the best male or female, but they were a great competitor? So it's a bit like the Oscars, where yeah. like you you might win best screenplay, best Oscar, uh, oh sorry, uh, best director and best actor, but not win best film. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this might be that sort of you know because the Oscars com- are point. Competitor might mean in this case. Like mm-hmm. it's like sportsman of the year awards, you know. Yeah. It's not like you know because you, you could have competed a lot, but not won much or done much with anything. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it could be just like you were very nice. <laughs> you were. This you is were the very cons- This is the consolation prize. So in that case, then I'm going to give it to Ricochet. Ah, oh, that's nice. I'm going to give it to. Rick- I give it to the Velveteen Dream. Yeah, it's good shout because he has been. All of these other people in here, he's made them stars. So he's done very well. <laughs> Lovely. Well done, Dream and Rick. Uh, NXT Tag Team of the Year. Uh, so we've got the Undisputed Era of Roddy Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, the War Raiders, Street Profits, Heavy Machinery, Lorcan and Birch. Did I say that right this time? Yes. Yes, I did. And Mustache Mountain. No, funnily enough, Raul Mendoza or Humberto <laughs> Carrillo. Oh, exactly. Otherwise, <laughs> they, would they, would, they would win. They, they are the best tag team in NXT. <laughs> Easily. Easily. So unfortunately, we cannot vote for them. No. Uh, or TM61, uh, sadly. Yes. Or what they got? The, the Mighty, Mighty, rather. Yeah, because one of them's uh, on his way off back to Australia. He's so already there, mate. He's already there. He's already there. Uh, 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 I'm going to say... Yeah, see, usually I would say the Street Profits because they're my favourite tag team in NXT, mm. but they haven't really done a lot in 2018. Yeah. They had that feud over the cup, but that was a more or less about it. The cup feud. The cup feud. You the, know, cup, the cup you can buy from any shop. Infamous cup feud. Oh. Solo cup feud. Um, so I'm going to say... I don't know. Who are you saying? <laughs> um... <laughs> Sort of like, I feel like it's Lord, hard to Lorcan pick. and Birch might maybe. Yeah, like, and, and I want to point out here, it's not because we don't care. I mean, really, this is all yeah. pointless regardless anyway. We were struggling to think of things to talk about in this episode of NXT because <laughs> nothing happened. But I genuinely find it very difficult to pick between these six teams. Mm. Really, like maybe three teams in that full list because you could probably discount 
uh, street profits and heavy machinery and uh, and Lorcan and Birch. I would say because aside from mm. that one match, they haven't really done anything else True. outside of True. outside no, of injured for a while. So. so I see. For me, really, it's between undisputed era War Raiders and Mustache Mountain. But that's those are three really really good teams. Mm. It's very hard to then pick who I think is the best one of that lot. I think I, I think undisputed era. I'd agree overall. Yeah, because I think the War Raiders haven't had their moment yet, and they've done a lot of. Uh, very good beatdowns on people, but they've not had many stand out like these were slog fest matches. Like they were in war games, that was very good, and in the build up to war games, they're in quite a few matches. They're still yet to have their breakout moment, and obviously, they're a litany of injuries currently and weddings and things, so they're yeah. probably quite busy. Undisputed Era have just had been involved in all those big sort of marquee matches, but also had amazing, like traditional tag team matches with the likes of Mustache Mountain. Like they are the full package. Yeah. And I think that's. You know, there's, I, no, there's yeah. no argument there, probably. I completely agree with you. I think War Raiders, very much like they, they kind of had, they came in with a bit of fire, but only mm. really started to get storylines towards the end of the year when in the build up to War Games. Street Profits had the, the, the Cup feud and with the Mighty, and that was about mm. it. Heavy Machinery have been very entertaining, mm. but Stakes and weights, they haven't really had like a storyline that's sort of driven them throughout the year. The Hard Bastards had that one great match, but mm. then injuries really hurt them and their momentum coming off of that mm-hmm. match. And Mustache Man and did have that great period during the summer but then have been sort of like I don't want to say relegated but moved across to NXT UK where they've been more of a focus over there and mm. been moved away from NXT so for me really as much as I like all six teams here it's got to be Undisputed Era yeah yeah uh, NXT TakeOver of the Year. Oh, I so didn't know that was a thing. Uh, I, this is news to me as well. So this is tough, this one. Is it NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, NXT TakeOver New Orleans, TakeOver Chicago, Brooklyn 4, or War Games? Brooklyn 4? Brooklyn 4. That's the one I missed. I wasn't, wasn't here for. Yeah. It's, and I, I, haven't, I haven't watched the full show. It's great. Yeah, I've watched bits. Like I, I never, I did watch it in like one sitting. Mm. I would like watch one match here. I'd watch one match there. Like I watched the the tag match, the Mustache Mountain tag match, mm. like before I got on a plane. And then I haven't. Then I, I got back and I saw sort of like bits and pieces from other matches. And I've sort of then gone back and rewatched them. It's it's difficult though because they're all fantastic. There's, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like out of those five shows, there's probably a bad match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that, you know, the, the EC3 match. It. Yeah, the yeah, EC3 yeah, match. And that's it. It's still pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was great for EC3. <laughs> yeah, it really so. was. Uh, I think, only because I didn't see, I haven't seen TakeOver Brooklyn 4 in one big chunk. Mm-hmm. And I think that would really, like, that would have just made me probably pick that one. Because all those matches were absolutely mm. like awesome, with the exception of the, the EC3 match. Um, and so I think with, without watching it all in one chunk so you got the context of being like that match was great and you build up and you see the next yes, match and you yeah. build the next match build the next match I think I'm going to have to go with War Games War Games 2018 for me. Mm. NXT Match of the Year this should be a tough one it's one of the, crikey there's a lot to get through there's as well there's so many because this is the one they didn't really like did they actually say in the because sh- they just got, sort of said there's loads of matches go to the website and find out what they are yes they did and yeah. I was like I remember to do that <laughs> I did actually for the well, first time for the first time ever mate, I've remembered to do some research you've done so much better I at this know. than I have I've literally just gone to www.com so we have got War Games from TakeOver War Games Gargano Almas from Philadelphia NXT Tags which is the Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era which was the TV match that did appear in our top 10 the rest of top throwing, 10 throwing in the towel Gargano Champa from New Orleans mm-hmm. The North American Championship ladder match, which controversially did not fill, uh, 
uh, feature in our, our top ten. Our top ten. It was in an honourable mention, but then we didn't record the honourable mentions. Yeah, I was going to say I think that's something we probably should mention. Actually, yeah. we did record loads of honourable mentions, especially for like wrestlers and yeah. matches. But then we decided the videos were too long, so we we cut them all out. So that's why. What can you do? That's why your faves wasn't there. We did want yeah. to record them, we just didn't have time. But we've we pandered. We've pandered. We like pandered. us, yeah, exactly. please. Uh, Sane Baszler from Takeover Brooklyn Four. Ricochet Dream from Chicago. Uh, Alistair Black versus Tommaso Ciampa, which is the one on TV where Black uh, where Champa won the belt. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Zach Gibson for the uh, UK Championship, which was on NXT TV. Apparently, I don't think I saw that match. Um, Cole that Black um, uh, from Extreme uh, from Philadelphia. Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, NXT UK Championship match from NXT TV. Undisputed Era versus Birch and Lorkin. Nikki Cross versus Bianca Belair. Ricochet versus Pete Dunne, which is the North American Championship versus UK Championship match, and the triple threats between Ricochet, Pete Dunne, and Adam Cole for the North American Championship. Ooh. Yeah. I think because the choice of Johnny Gargano Champa match isn't my favorite of the three, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go for the Mustache Mountain Undisputed Era TV match. Oh, yeah. Was that? That, was, that yeah. was in our top 10. It was in our top 10. And uh, yeah, I think my favorite. Champa Gargano match was the last one. Yeah. Uh, or the second one. <laughs> and then the first one was like. <laughs> yeah, I was say, and my favorite was the second one, yeah. actually. My, yeah. Um, I think I think I might go Gargano Almas. I bloody loved that match. That was a very good match. Very good match. That was one of the few matches that ever got me to genuinely jump out of my chair yeah. at something happening. I was like, ah! Yeah. There were some really good matches on here, though. Really, really strong stuff. That North American Championship match—I know it didn't feature in our top ten, like, but it was a—it was a stonky match, and I was reminded of how good that match was in the, the highlight package on this show. Uh, the NXT Rivalry of the Year. Our nominations are Gargano Champa, Sane Baszler, Alistair Black, uh, Johnny Gargano, Master Champion Nikki Cross. So the Alistair attack. Gargano Almas, Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, and Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. Do we need to have a conversation about this? No. No. I mean, it's. Um, I'm, not, I'm not even going to make a joke. It's, uh, it's, it's Gargano Champa, right? It's Gargano Champa here. Yeah. yeah. I, d I don't know why they've even splintered it off. <laughs> I don't even know why they splintered it off separately into having like the Alistair Black one just so they can have his. They've just done that so they can have his name in there. It's yeah, like, exactly. That's still the Gargano Champa feud. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still that feud. You can't trick us, mate, yeah, by yeah. adding another name into it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Gargano Champa. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, breakout star of the year. Uh, our nominations are Bianca Belair, Lacey Evans, Women's Rat, well, Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, War Raiders, and EC3. Well, it's not EC3, is it? It's not EC3. No. It's probably not Lars Sullivan. Or Rhea Ripley. Although he is... And I like Rhea Ripley. He is the breakout star. <laughs> yes, because he's literally. now broken out of NXT. Yeah. Uh, as is Lacey Evans. Mm. Shout out to the main roster. Uh, Rhea Ripley, unfortunately, because I, 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 I don't have time to watch NXT UK, so I don't know really... I've only seen the stuff that she did in the Mae Young Classic. And I, just, I really like Rhea Ripley. I loved her in yeah. last year's uh, one. So I, I'm... I'm you know, I'm sure she's doing great stuff at NXT UK. I just haven't got the time to watch it. Um, ricochet. I'm going to say Ricochet. I'm going to say Bianca Belair. Good shout. Uh, Good shout, say, mate. I'm going to say Bianca Belair because she was not particularly a known quantity. Mm, that's uh, true. And so Ricochet coming into NXT was kind of like, I mean, he's still called Ricochet. Yeah. So yeah. He's, you're he, already great, His mate. name has some value there. So yeah, yeah. I don't think he's like a breakout star. Yeah. Bianca Belair, though, has had a fantastic year. Yeah. Uh, I might change my votes um, to Dakota Kai as well, just because she's my girl. She's great. 
Uh, the future star of NXT. Um, there's a, a hilarious nomination in here. Though. Actually, there's two hilarious nominations that really do not belong in this list. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing in mind, I this think was, this was this was a remember these two people. These these people exist. It was that. Sort it of, really <laughs> was. It was like I was like, a, what? Are, why are they in the nominations? Anyway, the finest. <laughs> Our options are Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, the Forgotten Sons, uh, Dominic Dijokovic. 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 Dijakovic. Dijakovic, thank you very much. Io Shirai, Aup Shirai, Candice LeRae, Duke and Shafir, and Kona Reeves. The finest Kona Reeves. What an idiot. <laughs> um, he, it's a gimmick that's done so well that Ollie had no idea who I was talking about when I reached <laughs> the finest. He was like, Who's that? Yeah. What What's one of those? What's a one of those? So, Tesco's finest Kona Reeves. <laughs> Who is the future star of NXT in 2019? Ooh. Uh, I mean, you can see there's a big claim for Matt Riddle. I can see a huge things for Matt Riddle. Mia Yim has had a fantastic uh, debut. Io Shirai should be the biggest thing. She's just not had a match since she was... She had that tag match. She was in the final of the May Young Classic and then appeared on NXT, NXT TV a few times, and then she had that... Ta- so that was her. That was in her in-ring debut, was I think it? it was her NXT in-ring debut. Yeah, yeah. sorry, her NXT debut was the tag match with Duke and Shafir. That's right, yeah. She obviously turned the tables completely in that mm-hmm. thing, but she's not shown enough yet, so I feel like even Mia Yim's had a better showing than her. Oh, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm going to say... So many options. I'm going to say Riddle. I think Riddle is going to be the uh, the award future. Um, he's my vote anyway, because I think he's going to be NXT champion in 2019. Mm. I, can, I can definitely see him winning the belt, but perhaps even at um, like one of their... I was about to say one of their big shows, but I suppose they're all big shows. But like their, like their SummerSlam big show. Yeah. Where is SummerSlam next year or this year? Or is it in LA? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but I think it's going to be like at that SummerSlam show, I could see that Riddle winning the belt there, or at War Games, perhaps. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go with Matthew Riddle. I'm going to say Mia Yim, Ooh. Uh, as she was signed, obviously, under a huge swathe of fan support. Yeah, but so was um, um, Cedric Alexander. Well. Yes, it, took a, it, it took him a little while to get going. It took him going. a little while to get going, but I feel like they, they did... They was He was caught up in the let's also have Enzo Amore be the <laughs> Cruiserweight Championship oh, yeah, debacle. So yeah. I imagine Mia Yim might get a bit of a better shot. Sure you don't I mean, want Kona Reeves? I'm all right for Kona Reeves, thank you. <laughs> I've, got, I've got enough finest stuff right, in the house, to be I'm honest. I'm all right for Kona Reeves. My right, baked man. bean collection <laughs> is ginormous yeah. currently. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So it turns out I didn't actually have my notes open on my laptop, and when I did open them, I realized I'd called the notes Smackdown. So that gives you an insight into <laughs> how much NXT was worth writing. About I'm off to a flying start. That was more effort for me to call it SmackDown than it was NXT. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this was a two hour show. It's the awards special, and it was just loads of highlights. So let's run through the highlights they went through. As I say, if you haven't watched any of NXT in 2018, this is a wonderful jumping off point because it gave you like everything you need to know mm-hmm. from 2018 to then get you all set and ready for 2019. So, actually, in, a, in that sort of vacuum i think this was a successful show yes but as a viewing experience when you've got to take notes did wear me down yes and also in also in the, in the process of being a show that's on the wwe network and then showing you full matches from other products that are on the wwe network that you could just watch could just watch yeah it's a bit like okay they, well, they may as well just give you timestamps. yeah just give me a hyperlink i'll be fine <laughs> So we uh, got uh, the North American Championship ladder match from NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Then we got the Breakout Star of the Year nominations. Video package for Gargano vs. Champa at New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then got the finish from the Chicago match as well. Got a video package for Black vs. Almas at New Orleans. And then got Champa winning the belt back from January. Uh, sorry, sorry. Champa winning the belt from Black in June. And we also got a recap of who ran over Alistair Black with the reveal of Johnny Gargano. Recap of Riddle knocking out Cassius Ono at War Games. Then we've got the Tag Team Year uh, of the Year Awards nominations. They showed pretty much the whole of uh, Undisputed Era versus Birch and Lorcan. Great match. Lorcan. Great match, lads. Rival of the Year nominations. Future Star of the Year nominations. Um... I've written here, basically every match from NXT has been nominated for match of the year. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we sh- they showed all... Funny enough, no Kona Reeves matches there. <laughs> but, but he's in the Future I Stars know, he award. could be a Future Star. Oh. Uh, they showed all of the uh, Bianca Belair versus Deanna Perrazzo match from the Brooklyn pre-show. I thought it was very weird. Actually, I'd imagine would have been on the NXT TV episode that mm. aired after Brooklyn 4. But as I said, I wasn't here, so I don't know. I was in Canada. I was in the Canadian mountains. I remember what, yes, I remember watching it and thinking, that's a match. It was a match. Uh, Bianca Belair, of course, won. Yes. She's undefeated. I'm dead. 
Big Ted. And she is going to be facing Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship because she won that four-way mm-hmm. that was on the Which episode. Which is entirely why they showed this entire match. Yes. To be like, remember this woman? Yeah. She is good. She is ace. You will have to watch her in three weeks' time. Uh, we then got a video package of Gargano versus Black from War Games. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, we did. Yeah, and then we got the finish of the cage match to round off last year. And then we actually got a new bit of footage. Gargano being interviewed after the match. And I really like this because the interviewer was essentially going like, you know, are you now teaming with Tom, uh, Tommaso Ciampa? And he essentially just ignored the question and was just like, what a good guy I am. Mm. I absolved Alistair Black of his sins. I'm the hero. I'm the yeah, hero yeah, of yeah. this story. I'm the, you guys should cheer me. I'm the good guy. Did you see Johnny's little tweet over Christmas? I did not. Did? No. So he did a little, I, I didn't really go on Twitter. So J- Johnny did a little tweet over Christmas that was a sort of end of year wrap up. And uh, he there was a little slip at the end where he said uh, he'd written, I think he was trying to write die, and he'd written DIY. Oh. And then Champa retweets it and says, do I spot a little DIY in there? Pretty Hello, good. Freudian Hello. blowjob. Um, I, t- I was thinking about the this show mm. while I was watching it, and I was like, oh, we're seeing a lot of the same stuff here. Do you know what I really would have liked to have seen on this show? What's that? The NXT match they did at the Madison Square Garden events. In, mm. um, oh, yeah, definitely. On, like, Boxing yes. Day. Like that, they had this big epic 10-man tag. If I remember correctly, it was Matt Riddle, Alistair Black, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream. Pete and Dunn. Pete, Pete, yes, Pete and Pete Dunn. Dunn. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so they, those five versus Champa Gargano and the undisputed era of Strong O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. That 10 on 10, or that 5 on 5 match, put that up on this show. That would have been great. Yeah, absolutely. That would have been awesome. Uh, we then got the nominations. Go, look. I will take over, or I will DIY, DIY trying. Very nice. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Very you good, f- you, sir. flirt. <laughs> we then got the male competitor of the year nominations and the female competitor of the year nominations, which I've, I suddenly realized I wrote down so few names, I thought I'd missed one. Because <laughs> yeah. like, there's so many in the male nominations. Yeah, I was yeah. like, why is there so few in the female category? Ain't got lots of women's. Apparently not. And then we got our actual match on this show, which was Matthew Riddle versus Cassius Ono, a rematch from NXT TakeOver War Games, the match that Riddle won in like six or seven mm. seconds, whatever it was, the official quickest match in TakeOver <laughs> history. Um, and it was... So this this whole show was built around... Well, building up to this match. Like, every time they would do a video package, they were like, still to come. It's that <laughs> epic rematch encounter between Riddle and Ona. You've got to stick around this whole two-hour show oh, to, yeah. to watch it. And I'm like, okay. And I, was I like, mean, it could be good. And I was thinking to myself... Sorry, my voice. I was thinking to myself... <laughs> I, was, I was thinking I to... I was m- having a little think to myself, and I, then I thought... I was thinking to myself that... Because this is a two-hour show, this mm. match is going to be given loads of time. Maybe yeah. even feel like a big like takeover-style match going 25 minutes, half an hour, yeah. 20 minutes. No, this match went 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. About 10 minutes. And then I was the- watching the clock for the end, and I kept being like, on another video package? And a, <laughs> yeah. another, uh, oh, more awards? Yeah, what? And then we, yeah, and it was like... Full entrances? Full entrance, yeah. And we got a, a five-minute sort of like after-match mm-hmm. sort of storytelling bit as well, at an angle afterwards. But it wasn't really much of a match. No. I was really surprised mm. by this. I mean, because it's Riddle and Ono, but it, it's not like they went out there and had a bad match together. The way that the match was structured wasn't a wasn't there to be a good match. No. It felt like this match was just there to be a backdrop so they could do the post-match angle afterwards. Yes. Like, and that's all this match was there for because it was really just Riddle firing off uh, hard with hard at the start with the exploder suplex and sentons. Then Ono took over. Riddle made a comeback and then won. 
Yes. That's basically it. It felt like the beginning of a much longer match. Yeah, like, right. You know, if this was the half-hour match you were going to do, obviously do the big Cassius Ono beat down with hundreds of sentons and yeah. kicking him in the head or whatever for ages. And then you've got 20 more minutes for Riddle to fire back up, fight back into it, whatever. Here it just went, Ono's in charge. Riddle fires back a tiny bit. Ono's still in charge. Still in charge, still in charge. Senton, he's reversed it. Bro mission. Yeah. End of. End of. And that, and that was it. It was a really, it was surprising. Mm. Surprising. I'm not going to say the word shocking, but it was surprising. I, I, I really thought they were going to give a, a, a much bigger match, for, especially for those who stuck around for yes. the whole two hours of this show. Well, this is clearly all build, right? So we're, we're, we're all on the build train now towards the next takeover, <laughs> and this will be probably one of the matches in that, I imagine. Yeah, but then, like, if Riddle wins that one as well, then it's just... It's a it's a one sided it's a very one one sided feud. Yes. Uh, and afterwards, uh, Riddle offered the bro fist uh, after the match, but Cassius walked away looking oh, so sad. I'm grumpy and I lost. Um, and then he got back into the ring, and I like the crowd chanting "Bro no." Yeah. <laughs> that was really bro, bro, no, bro, bro no bro no. Um, and then Ono gets down on one knee and he offers the fist as well. And Matt builds this up because he's just incredibly charismatic and bloody wonderful, and he really builds to it like oh tease. Oh, no, bro. Yeah, I'm going to do it. The real-life Michelangelo that he is <laughs> went to go and do it. But then Ono grabbed him by the wrist and he tossed him into the ring post and beat him up around ringside mm. and, you know, left him left standing tall to, to round off this first show of 2019. Cow all over it. He really did. So that was NXT in a nutshell. It took us 20 minutes to go through the nominations. Mm. I'm amazed it took us about eight minutes to go through the whole <laughs> show itself, which is mostly are. just recaps. This is a show. What? Bloody smash up, mate. You did? Yes. I, I bloody smash up, and I've already bought one of my expansion packs. Which one did you get? Uh, I'm going to double check. I think I bought the uh, Universal Monsters one. Oh, nice. Which comes with uh, vampires. Vampires, werewolves. Frankenstein monsters else, yeah. and giant insects, I believe. Nice. Uh, I was going to get the cease and desist pack. That's the one I want to get next. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's on my list of like ones I would like to get that's next. Got, is that Greek gods and... Uh, and the Star Trek. Star Trek and another one, yeah. Yeah. Let me find... Where's my list? Oh, Transformers is in that Yeah, one Transformers. Well. I yeah. thought Transformers was in the... Um, Change Big parts. in Japan no, uh, in no. list. Um, yeah, I was also going to get the science fiction double feature as well, um, which comes with, like, spies and goo what monsters. a game. What a game it is. I won a game at Christmas. Oh, what'd you win? Uh, we, no, we won oh, we won that, a game oh, of Smash won Up. Won a game of Smash Up at Christmas. The only game of Smash Up we managed to get in at mm. Christmas. Uh, we played... So we played a few games. We played Love Letter, which I really like. Good game. Coup. Uh, Love Coup. Really Coup's a good. great, great game. Yeah. Really, really good deception card game. Mm. I, I think it's vastly underrated. Brought uh, Keyforge for Ooh. my brother's girlfriend, and I've got a deck now. Haven't played it yet, but I will have played it by next week. I'm playing it on the weekend. <gasps> Exciting yes. times. Uh, and I then bought myself a pack. Yeah, and then Smash Up we played, uh, and I managed to win with Zombies and Ghosts as combination, mm. which is an interesting combination because Ghosts' thing is they put cards in the discard pile. Yep. Zombies' ah. thing is that they play from the discard pile. Very nice. Uh, so there was That's some, a good combination. It was yeah. There was some there was some good bits. Like I got stuck for a while while they uh, my brother and his girlfriend locked me down, stuck all my cards on one base, <laughs> and were like, "We're not playing on there anymore." And I was like slowly having to build it up to break it myself, and then yeah. eventually broke it. And then there was a just one. There was just one round where I must have played every card in my hand <laughs> and about five from the discard pile <laughs> broke a base ended up with two cards and the final card was if you've got less than two cards in your hand you win a you get a victory point oh nice and I just went 
I was one away. My turn just, I win. <laughs> yes. Good work. Uh, I also got the Networks. Mm. Have you played this? No, I've not heard of this. Really, really interesting game. Really good game, actually, where you are a TV executive and you have to build up your schedule over um, various seasons. Mm. So you put a show into your uh, into your time slot and shows have their own preferred time slot. They might have to have a star attached to it or an advert attached to it. But then, like, as they the show's lifespan will always decrease. Mm. Or it might start off poor but then grow in popularity and then decrease in popularity. It's only played over five rounds. I think a much longer game is kind of, like, would be really good. Mm. Um, it was like Not so much a legacy version of it, but a legacy version of it would be great. Would be really, really good. And it's, it's good as well, and it's interesting, because you only have one action per round. So, uh, or per, uh, per turn, rather. So you might want to get a certain show but you need to get a star before that so you have to get the star first right. and then hope that no one takes that show that you want to develop before it comes back around to you I see very good so very good with three people because I had a, a point when I had uh, there was a sports show and my 10pm show was about to like in its next turn it was only going to get like one rating mm. and that's that's rubbish yes whereas this one would get me like 15 I was like that's very good but it needs to have two adverts attached to it and I just so happened to have one advert that was specifically only wanted to be attached to a sports show right and I was like ah which means I get bonus money mm. if it's attached to a sports show there's also an advert in the deck or in the you know where you could pick things from that also wants to be attached to a sports show so I was like brilliant well I'll get that advert and I'll put on it these two 10pm I get all the ratings <laughs> I get all the money I've also got this card which means I can put a star on it which means I get more ratings this is going to be a brilliant turn for me this is definitely going to win me the game and then my wife's turn was next and she picked the sports show and put on at 8pm which means she got rubbish ratings for it <laughs> and put adverts on it that didn't want to be associated with sports shows you don't shows. even know so what you're got doing no money for it and I was like this is a dreadful turn for you yeah. and it's an even worse turn for me <laughs> maybe that, that's why she did it <laughs> she She's messing with you. She did. She did. Just played a little underrated me. game at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Scrabble. Oh yeah, very good. Not <laughs> played Scrabble for many years. Played down the pub. It was great. Yeah, love it. R lovely little time. Fundamentally underrated game. <laughs> also went back to playing Werewolf. Uh, nice on Christmas Eve, which mm -hmm. was really good fun. Uh, the only problem we had with playing Werewolf on Christmas Eve was that my mate's cat is the friendliest cat. Hmm. So in the bit where it's like. Close your eyes. Yeah. Werewolves wake up. Everyone was going, oh, because <laughs> this cat was jumping all over everyone sitting around the table. Nice. We played with my parents mm. and my, uh, my auntie and uncle, um, which is very, very good. But I just, we seem to find ourselves, and this happened as well on New Year's, we managed to just keep finding ourselves in a game where you've only got two villagers, but four people claim their villagers. And yes. you're like, well, there's, we're at such an impasse here. It's a lack of imagination. Because like, to, what, yeah. what am I supposed, I can't argue with any of you. And all you're just going to say to me is, I'm a villager. Yes, there's no yeah. way for me to find out the truth. Completely locked down. And then there, people yeah. go like, oh, I was a werewolf, what a brilliant game I played. I was like, no, that was a rubbish game yeah. you played because there's, there's no way I could have found out. The best lies are the really big lies. If exactly, you can pull off yeah. a really huge lie, then it's... Or the, I love the uh, pretend you're a minion play. Oh, that's my. I think that's my favourite play in the, the game. The Simon play? Yes, the, the si classic Simon play. The classic play. Simon play. Oh, I was play. a minion when I looked at it. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favourite si My <laughs> favourite Simon play was he pretended to all of us he'd never played the game before. <laughs> so we went through the whole ordeal of explaining <laughs> to him how the game worked, how all the characters worked. And he, uh, when I asked him, what are you? He's like, 
I'm a minion. I don't really know what that means. And we're like, okay, well, let's just discredit everything that Simon has to say then. Bloody werewolf. He knew exactly what he was doing. Genius, genius yeah. bit of play. It was genius. We, we struggled when we were playing on Christmas Eve because uh, my brother had bought his mate some plum wine for Christmas. Right. And he drank the whole bottle in about an hour. Whoa. So when he was playing werewolf, every round, all he said was, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> and then sat silently for three minutes. And then at the end, I had to turn to him and go, so are you a werewolf or are you on the other team and you're just saying you're a werewolf and he's like I'm a werewolf and I was like oh he's no help I, I just don't know anymore uh, I also played a really really good game uh, called Everdell mm. which is a worker placement game which is adorable mm. because you it is set within a citadel populated by animal critters and then you, the, the story of the game is that you have decided amongst yourselves, the factions of squirrels, turtles, uh, I think bunny rabbits, and I can't remember what the other one is, decided they're all going to go off and form their own cities. Mm. So you then have to build your own city within the world of Everdell and try and lure critters into your city and send off your... So I was the team of squirrels. So I had to send off my squirrels to forge wood and amber and stones and berries. Squirrels are well known for their forging of amber. Oh, they were brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's wicked. It's mm. a really, really good worker placement game. I'm never usually that keen on worker placement stuff because I find it to be quite overwhelming because you've really you've got to sort of look in front of you and be like, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah, I need a very limited set of actions. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, and, and this is like, it's limited in case you could only do one action per turn but mm. you've just got to constantly think so far ahead of yourself yeah. of what you want to do. I'd much rather have a hand of cards and be like, these are the only things I can do this <laughs> exactly. round. Let's yeah. try and work it out based on that. <laughs> yeah. Process of elimination. Exactly. Scrabble, another great example these are the only letters i have what words can i spell yeah. i'm not sending off squirrels to get me other letters yeah, exactly. I'm, not plan- I'm not planning six moves ahead to get to the triple words <laughs> although i probably should be yeah so yeah i'd uh, highly recommend everdell really really good game also final game on uh, uh board game corner got to play through the resident evil 2 board game oh yeah um i only played through the first two scenarios um and i'm playing it one player so it is tough mudder it yeah. is tough but not impossible mm. so that's I've, i found it to be really really good in that sense and it was man alive it was hard because i am playing it on my own the, the the tutorial scenario they give you in the instruction manual is good a very good way to kind of work yourself into the game problem is is that it kind of gives you some basics of how to play the game then it tells you to play the uh, tutorial mm-hmm. but then when you're playing the tutorial you have all these questions that come up and you're like well that's not in any of the instructions I don't really know how to do this. So I was going on YouTube and I was finding out the people <laughs> playing it, other people were playing it wrong, apparently, because I was looking at comments, people were like, you're playing this game so wrong, you need to do this and this. I was like, I don't really know. So I played through the tutorial, really struggled with it, but I managed to get to the end, kind of sort of working out as I went along. Then I flip over the next page, there's all the instructions of what you're meant to do. Uh... So my, my advice to Steamforge games is if you're going to put a tutorial map, put it at the bloody end and tell people to play it then, yes. rather than giving you half the instructions, telling you then to play the tutorial and then giving you the instructions of how to play the tutorial afterwards. Some people like Luke will stop reading the book at that well, point. Well, it's because it says, it literally <laughs> says, reading the point, it's like, you're now at this point, set up the tutorial stage. I will go to do to that. And that's it. And so I set that up. <laughs> so, I would say, put it at the end of the book. Um, but yeah, I was playing through the first scenario of it when you have to, you're working your way through the Raccoon City Police Department. You've got to find mm. two keys. You've got to get the spade key to unlock the spade door. <sighs> to them. Obviously, in the, in the police department. Absolutely, yeah. Classic Resident Evil. And then hope to be able to find the stars key mm. within that and then work your way up to the stars. What was the law that was like, why was the Raccoon City Police Department so mental? 
Uh, Capcom? It was designed because it was, it was basically there was, it, was, they, it was the mansion like they, again. I feel, yeah, but I feel like they'd written in something that was like, oh, he was a fan of puzzles or something like. You he, know. Yeah, there probably is something. With Sheriff it, Rubik's yeah. was a fan <laughs> of puzzles. So. Yeah, there probably is. I, I can't remember anything off the top of my head, but there probably is something. But I was yeah. a, a teenager. I'm just like, okay, puzzle. Yeah. Here is a key. I need that key. Th- this police department has been made by the famous <laughs> architect, Dr. Kawashima. Yeah. Also, you need to find these two jewels in order <laughs> yeah. to be able to open this one gate. Um, but it, yeah, so I, I had to like find the, the spade key at first. Mm. And you kind of have like uh, markers on the the board which mm-hmm. are just like these are the items that you can pick up but the items come at you at random so you have like a deck of cards all, these are all your A items and then you find an A item you draw a card and it's like oh it's a first aid spray or it's oh it's a green herb mm-hmm. and I had all of these A items on the bottom floor on the ground floor rather and I'm like cool ideally I would find the spade key then I can just complete this ground floor level get the stars, stars key head upstairs and go into the stars door and go through That's and a hard and no from the game <laughs> it really was because <laughs> i went through every item on the ground floor and because of my shuffling did not find the spade oh. key so i had to go to go upstairs fight my way through more zombies and dogs and then find the spade key go back downstairs push past some of the zombies that i couldn't kill the first time mm. around because it's very difficult to kill zombies in that game um, and then get the luckily spade key was the fir- uh, the stars key was the f- the first B item I found. Uh, so I was like, I need to head there now because the rules of the game is once the tension deck is out, the game is over. Oh right. And it was, and you have to turn over the tension deck after every round has ended. And I was literally like, I had one move left I could do, and opened the door before I turned over the last oh. card in the deck. So I was very very. It's it's super tough, but really really good. Miniatures are very cool. Layouts are very cool. It's challenging, but not impossibly challenging. Mm. I imagine it's easy if you've got multiple people as well. I would also imagine that as well. <laughs> yeah. But I did not, because I played it on my dad. But I had a great time playing it nonetheless. Um, so that is all we've got time for. Thank you so much for all of your correspondence. Thank you for listening to our silly little ramble chat about board games and stuff. I know that a lot of people aren't really that interested in it, but I don't care, to be honest, because <laughs> I, I do like talking about this sort of stuff. Um, in fact, actually, if you're one of our $10 backers and you're getting into the new version of Ramble Club, you might get a lot more of this. So if you do <laughs> like this sort of thing, then I would recommend the $10 uh, Ramble Club. Uh, head over to the YouTube version of this video. See our special surprise from the Hammerman, Chris Jenkins, which we're very, very excited to open. And it's staring me in the face at the moment. I can't wait to open that up. But we've got to get Ollie off the phone of business. But that is all we've got time for. Ollie and I... Oh, actually, yeah, as an update, we're not going to be doing a weekend ramble um, because it's Wrestle Kingdom tomorrow. So, in fact, ramble, uh, Wrestle Ramble comes early. We're going to do um, Wrestle Kingdom tomorrow. The reason being is that we can't pre-record the Wrestle Ramble because anything we talk about is just going to be completely redundant on Saturday after Wrestle Kingdom is mm-hmm. aired. And we don't have time to record it tomorrow to get it ready for Saturday. So... We're going to do uh, the Wrestle Kingdom in uh, Wrestle Kingdom review instead, but there will be an intro and outro in there. It won't be a mini-sode. So that will be tomorrow. Uh, we'll ta- see you then. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.